Winning Wednesday with Dr. Hancock, how you can win knowing who God is, his nature, his plan for your life. So when we talk about God, he's the sovereign father. He is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. It doesn't matter if we understand who he is or his nature. He is God. And you can't go above him. You can't go below him. You can't go around him. He's sovereign. He is a sovereign God. He is he knows all things at all times, so it doesn't matter what we believe to be true. The Word of God is the standard. Um, John, one of the favorite scriptures that we always hear everybody talk about, John 3 and 16. So let's let's quote that because we've been quoting that for so long. I'm telling you sometimes when you quote something for so long, you want to make sure you got all of it in there, what God is saying. Um for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already. So again, he didn't have to send his son, but he did. He did it as a, a love thing. Um, that's It's really about the love the love that God has for us. It's about us knowing who he is. And I think what happens is there's such a bridge and a gap in between knowing what God did, understanding the nature of God and what we want in our carnal man. And sometimes we try to match our carnal man with the spirit of the anointing. And that doesn't match because the word even declared that those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. So how in the world do you think that our carnal nature is going to be able to go before the almighty God? Um, and you can't even go before him until you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life and accept him in your life and ask him to rule in your heart and in your life. And sometimes we thinking, especially in this world today, we're thinking, well, if I call on God's name that I'm his child or that's my brother, that's my sister, that's not true. The word of God declared that those who call on God and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and repent in your heart and don't believe. You don't believe what nobody say, but what the word of God is saying. The word, And I'm paraphrasing and say, thou shalt be saved. But we can be saved. We just have to make sure we understand what God's requirement is. So many times we want to do the shortcut thing. And then when you do the shortcut, y'all listen, it's no shortcut to salvation. You either go and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life and invite him into your heart or you not. Understand, more importantly, that it's not God that need us. It's us that need him. He's sovereign. He's God all by himself. And he loves us. So when he see you, he see the perfected you. Why? Because he's already set a plan and a purpose together so that he can make sure um He's bound by his word. So it doesn't matter what we do. So many times God doesn't move because he's bound by his word. Just like we are bound by God's word, God is bound by his own word. So again, so when he opens his mouth, I heard a minister say, uh, when he opens his mouth, it, it becomes the law. And he's not going to change it because we are uncomfortable with what he says. So you have to make sure you know that. Um, 1st John 4 and we're going to start at verse 7 
Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent, the, he sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Oh my God, it's just, you can't, you can't beat him loving. You can't, you can't, there's nothing you can do um, to beat God. He's love. Whoever lives in love lives in God. But remember, there's also a scripture said that God said it's his spirit in us, both to will and to do that which he's called us to do. So if you have something good in you, it's because it's already been deposited and because of the very love of God. I'm telling you, you have the love of God. It's because of God. Anything that's good and perfect, it comes from above. We cannot take credit for anything because God is the one that created the universe. He He did all of that. He set the sun and the stars in the space and in the sky. I'm telling you, we can't take credit for what God has done. We really cannot. Let's go to Romans 5 and 5. And it said, hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Remember, when Jesus died on the cross, he left the Holy Spirit. Yeah, think about that thing for a second. He left the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can guide us to all truths. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is to guide us. The Holy Spirit is here to guide us to where God wants us to go and what God has for us. And without the Holy Spirit, we cannot get there. Let's go to Psalms 32 and 8. Psalms 32 and 8. Okay, 32 and 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eyes on you. Oh my God. He, he, there is, it's so funny because when you're looking at life through this carnal man and you're looking at what you want and what you're expecting, it does not look like things may work in your favor. But when you start with the anointing in mind, because Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, God says he knows his plan concerning us. Plans to prosper us and bring us to an expected end. I'm telling you, he's already designed and mapped out. He's already put the um the the highlights or the bullet points or the the landmarks in our life, the things that we need to do, the people in our life, the Holy Spirit in our life. Everything is already in place. We really just have to walk out what God is saying to us and what he's telling us to do. Because I'm telling you, if you just follow him, I promise you, he's already changed everything. Why? Because he's already designed our life the way he wanted to be with the anointing and the power. It said, but the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purpose of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation who God is the Lord. The people he chose for it is his inheritance. I want to say that the plans of the Lord is going to stand. So it really don't matter what our plans are. We have to make sure we coincide our plans with the plans that the Lord has for us. Sometimes we can be so focused on what we want that we forget about the bigger picture and what God has done to get us to this expected end. And let's go, of course, one of my most favorite scriptures 
in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And again, I'm reading from the NIV version, but we know King James says something a little different. But even when you go to life application, it says something different. But understand that more than anything, it says trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. So many times we want it to be the way that we think it should be. And without even considering God, without even asking God which way to go, without some things we think that we don't have to ask God, but the word declared that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Who is a good man? One that's abiding in God. One that has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their life. And now the Holy Spirit is ruling and guiding until all end. John, one of the greatest commandments of all, John 15 and 12 says, My command is that is this, love each other as I've loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, to lay down his life for one's friend. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know what his master's business. Instead, I call you friends for everything I have learned from my father. I have made known to you. Oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> this is so good. There is no greater love than the love of God. You can't, there is nothing sweeter than the love of God. There is nothing um, more beautiful than the fellowship that we have with the Father. You, you just have to make sure that you're in spirit because if you're in the spirit and in the spirit of the word of God, then you will begin to understand and you will begin to allow him to really nurture you and mold you in the way that we need to go. But when we're in our feelings, we're in our carnal nature. Again, there's always a fight going on from the carnal and the spirit man. But when you bring this carnal man under subjection what does that mean bringing under subjection that we apply the anointing that you fast on a regular basis because and you pray always the word declared these things and if you would just do the things that god if we would do the things that god has commanded us to do the blessings of the lord are truly yea and amen and we can have what we ask god for wow because our motive is pure it's not twisted it's not anything more than to receive and enjoy the blessings and to give praise unto the one that has given us all things richly to enjoy. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real Talk, Dr. Hancock, we need you to like, comment, subscribe, and share.